What's up, everybody? So, um, me and the boys have been talking, and we decided that uh, Retro Rewind was a little too big to have as a part of the um, normal pod. So, we're going to do a little mini-sodes when we decided to do a Retro Rewind. So, welcome to Retro Rewind. Um, just a little sub, little subsection that's like less than perfect. We're workshopping and see what we're going to do with it. Um, first things first, do a little that announcement. Plus, uh, check us out on YouTube. We have to apologize because we had a couple errors in the first couple episodes, but we should be good now. Got our camera situated, got everything so you can see us if you want to see us, or you can just listen to the audio if you want to. Spotify, Apple Pie, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. But if you want to come hang out and actually see us and uh, interact with us that way, you can catch us on YouTube, slightly less than perfect. But without further ado, we get into it. I'm going to let Breezy give us a little intro about what we watched since this was his uh his crazy idea. And then his we'll fault. get to it. Look at one, Ryan. Go on. <laughs> so Akira is uh, different from the last two movies we watched uh, in that it is anime. It's animated. It's not a live action like the last two movies. The genre, I don't really know where to even place it. <laughs> it's uh, not horror, but it's kind of horror adjacent. Psychological, I don't know. The genre is yes. The genre yeah. is yes, yeah. but it is very uh, it is very influential and very Facts, yeah. culturally uh, culturally. It's probably one of the first animes here that got really big, and so that's mm. why it has such a large cultural imprint on you know a lot of things nowadays. It influenced like a lot of directors and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mm. we just go ahead and get started and talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, should we give a... What the fuck? <laughs> I just need to get that out the way first. No, not cut anybody off, but like, I, what the fuck? So, it was you two guys' first time watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very little experience with it beforehand. Like, um, only thing I knew about it beforehand, like I said before when we were talking, uh, was the motorcycle scene. Because mm-hmm. obviously, like, everyone's, everyone's used that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the end, like, part of the ending where, like, the foot came out, like, the big body morph thing. But I only mm-hmm. saw, like, maybe a 10 second clip. Some years ago on YouTube, but like, gotcha. yeah, that's it. Like, I had no experience. I didn't know anything about the rest of the movie. Yeah. So, do you think we also should spoilers. start off with a synopsis of it? With spoilers? I don't know. Like, can you little... give a synopsis yeah, of it? Yeah, I was it? thinking the same thing. <laughs> this is a tough movie to give an explanation of. Stuff's happening in the movie. Oh, okay. Stuff's, that's pretty much the synopsis. Stuff's just happening. Even when it first starts, uh, it starts mm-hmm. off with biker gang violence. There's like a chaotic unrest in the streets. So all this stuff kind of makes sense. But then you have psychic old man child. Yeah, that was yeah, her too. Psychic so yeah. I kind of I want to start with some positives because like it, it is like the grand day of all anime. Like the animation was great. Like the, the actual colors were really good. Like the um the animation was really smooth. And like for people that want to know the technical aspect of it, we did watch the 4K remastered version of it. And we did watch it on a 4K TV, so it was like I, I liked the pres- the presentation of the movie and like what it looked like, but like I I I don't know how I feel about the movie. And also, fun fact: we just we just watched it like ten minutes ago. We finished it, give or take. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I like to start off giving a shout outs to Akira and what it's done for the anime industry. Thanks for the. 30, 40 years after it came out. Yeah. Um, Chances are there might be no DBZ and Pokemon if Akira didn't exist. No, I don't think a lot totally of things would exist. Because, I mean, things. you look at that, like the things that sprouted from DBZ as well, it's like mm-hmm. 
think this might be the granddaddy of modern mm-hmm. anime in the West, oh, anyway. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. So these retro rewinds have been teaching me, me, me as well. I'm yeah. Pretty sure you guys too mm-hmm. that these old movies have billowing ramifications for everything that comes after it. <laughs> Why ramifications, bro? How come? Ramifications. It's influences and ramifications. It's, it does good things for the anime industry and it does bad things for the anime industry and the video game industry. Holy crap. Yeah, we saw a lot yeah. of FF7 in Akira. Oh, man. We, we saw, saw a lot of everything. Video games are structured. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was the perfect one. You get, like, random shit happening and you fight God at the end. Like, it, it's just like the <laughs> typical RPG yeah. or action game, like, timeline where you go from, like, you know, saving cats and shit to. Ending no world peace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we definitely saw a lot of a lot of things that we've seen in animes upcoming and video games upcoming. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when we try to name them all, I think uh, one thing that stands out to me is the final boss turning into a giant nasty meat monster. Mm. Yeah. I-, I wonder if we can thank Akira for that trope. I think so, as well as like just a giant meat baby in general. Yeah, giant like, like, babies, you know, agree with like the giant meat monster final boss, but like just having giant babies in general, and and stuff, uh, and just being nonsensical and just doing whatever you want at any given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the hospital, like just just having like an unexplained psychic for no reason, because it's like. They say these psychics exist in this world. I don't even think they call them psychics. But like these people with these powers exist in the world. And they never explain, like, really, like, how they come to be. They just kind of, like, manifest. And when the powers manifest, they kind of go crazy. So, I mean, like, that's kind of, like, itself is kind of a trope. Like, oh, uh, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. We got, we got, you know, we got overpowered amoeba. We got that explanation, man. Oh, it took, it took the, yeah. the three Damn, minutes right? to stop the movie and tell us about the overpowered amoeba that might have came from space. It might have started a space dust that you know. Does that start venom? Then is that is that venom and carnage and all of them? Because they're just amoebas from space, right? Marvel actually has something similar to that because because Marvel, you know, you have all these different power sets, but it's all it actually goes back to like one thing. Like humans were made to be overpowered in in Marvel. That's why like you can have radiation overpowered, you can have like mutation overpowered, and is this you know it's just all from mm-hmm. one source. Anyway, okay, that's yeah. that's that's Marvel. All right, and then the fact, like you know, I mean, like the main character having a special bike because his bike had this yellow aura that no one else has had. Oh for yeah, yeah, reason. the power yeah, money. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> the little green lightning that came yeah. out at the beginning, and then yeah. never again. Well, it would randomly like like flicker, and then it was just like, but no one, everyone else just had like a regular. You know, street bike, you know, like Ill- illegal mods on it and stuff for like, you know, to go faster or like look cool or whatever. But his was like <laughs> literally like lifted up. Yeah, you know I'm saying too. Yeah. Damn near Transformer. It, like, was. it was two steps away from being a Transformer. Yeah. Uh, they had like a, uh, like super technology on it because it was the future. 2019. Yeah, it's the future yeah, 2019. 2019. I mean, in 1984, 85, we came out. That's a long ass yeah. time away. Yeah. That's what, 30 years at that point? Man, if they think the world's going to look like that in 2019, just wait till they see 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, another thing, too, I want to point out is like the the buildings and the backgrounds they use for were really, really well done. Like it, it definitely made me feel like the future for mm-hmm. like uh, 
for thinking from uh, from the 80s to then, like it made me feel like in the future, like all oh, the high rise buildings, mm-hmm. like the the cool lights and everything, the um the signs and like how everything looked. It, it, I think it did a really good job presenting. It definitely presented what it wanted to be. And then, like, I feel like it just didn't know where the hell it wanted to go from there. Yeah, no, the world yeah. building was pretty fantastic, actually. Solid, yeah. Like, the I, world building itself yeah. was pretty dope. It's just, like, the characters and, like, the stuff that was happening in the world was kind of like, yeah, what? Quake. <laughs> I, th- yeah, I, I think we quick. all agree, like, it could have been fleshed out more. Because uh, stuff literally was just happening. Like, I this is my third or second time seeing it. And I do think everything was eventually explained. But you, it took yeah. until the very end for you to literal, know everything. The literal last five minutes. Which, the mystery part of it is fine, but I think some parts you could build up to so as not to shut. Because there's a lot of stuff we have to accept right from the start. Yeah. Like, like psychic stuff. Like, I didn't I didn't know to expect that. No, because they introduced you to just straight up biker gang. So, yeah. like, it makes it like, you know, you know, gang versus gang stuff. Like, you maybe escalate because to, like, somebody maybe have, like... Super strength or like something of that lines, but like going straight into psychics, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like either you could have just introduced that right from the start, like got us prepared for that, or you could have waited till the second act to start doing that stuff. Once we laid the foundation for like the terror stuff, the biker gang stuff, and how all this coalesces into, and even kind of how Tetsuo got his powers was like, did he get his powers from interacting with the? The little old dude. The little that's, old dude, or was true. at the beginning, I wasn't sure how he got his powers too. I, I thought it was like a like a disease that could be communicated. Mm-hmm. I thought like, oh man, he interacted with the with the power baby. Now he's got yeah. power baby powers, but yeah. it turns out that wasn't it. Well, see, I thought it was from like him being in an explosion, like hitting his head up on the bike, and like the head trauma. Because mm-hmm. like they kept, and the reason I said this because like they made it a point to kept showing you like the bandage on his head, and like even when the bandage mm-hmm. fell off, they showed you the bandage. And then like, he had a new bandage on his head. And like, every mm-hmm. time he was in the hospital, they made you show his big ass forehead with the bandage on it. <laughs> so like, I, assumed, I, did, I assumed it was like, that's that's kind of what it was. But that's just like my mind thinking about like right film design and yeah. like you know just just uh, film editing or whatever you want to call it. Like it, it, that's where my mind was going because like they kept showing it, so I was like, this got to be important. I think but, like, even then, that's confusing because it. it's like we each watched yeah, we got different. three different. Reasons why he got his powers. I think they explained it, but I it, it was, I kind of wasn't listening. Like when they did explain, like when he, I don't know if they said anything. Like when he got dropped off at the little orphanage or wherever. Remember he was a kid. Oh, the, the yeah, old yeah, guy the took him to the yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what was communicated there. Maybe because it kind of made you feel like that orphanage was for privileged kids or like kids that had the potential to have abilities, mm-hmm. and like that was just like a testing facility to see like what grade of the ability did you have? So, I mean, like, I, but again, like, that's a, that itself is another trope, too. Mm. Like, the orphanage that has, like, the kids with special abilities and, like, some tragedy happened and, like, all the kids are spread out and, like, a couple of them are friends and, like, I need to go find my friends but I don't know what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII. <coughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Zero Saga. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, no, it's, um, I think, because it has a manga, right? It does have a manga that mm does flesh everything out a bit more i believe is it like yeah. the story itself or like before or after it's everything it's the story i think it's a little bit before and after and it's like a lot more it's a lot dark so there's different things that happen in there in the uh, manga story i don't know a lot about it but i know there's like that okay. those differences in it so it might be worth checking out the manga just to kind of get like a more of a aspect of what the fuck they were trying to do with the movie mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, I mean, and, I, I'll be down to it because, like, I like the um, because one aspect I did like too is like you did you you felt like there were a group of guys that got into some shit that was like in over their head because yeah. like they 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 always kind of showed you like they were like kids or like you know they they're kids that've been through some shit but they're still kids so they understand like how kind of how the world works and kind of like you know their place in the world or whatever like they don't like authority and like you know they want to try to do their own thing but they also realize that like oh shit like this psychic shit <laughs> like this is not a uh, something that we need to be doing but they still try to help their friend out and like it's it was like a um i liked how i like that aspect of it because it was i think they did that part well like but the weird part was um that group of people that were that uh the girl k the mm. group of people that she was with i feel like they didn't go and delve the too deep into them yeah yeah right. and it's like were they because they kept calling them terrorists and i get that they, they called them that because of like they're anti-government but it's like i don't feel like we got enough of their side of the story to like yeah. kind of counteract that i think we did um because remember the one dude who went the one terrorist who returned and reported in when he was dying yeah. to the other guy it looks like it turns out that the terrorists were being funded by an opposing part of the government mm-hmm. and he was uh looks like he was funding them in order to make the colonel look bad so that he could oust him but instead the colonel just fucking pulled a coup d'etat instead and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were also everybody that was involved was looking for Akita, looking for the yeah the jars of Akita. Yeah, like, that was a that was a nice twist. I like I did like that twist because like you know everyone because the whole time you think Akira is just like this little kid that's like or you know person that's frozen in time with like these crazy psychic abilities, and you find it's like eight jars of yeah stuff. I thought it was like either Mother Brain or. I mean, it pretty much was very yeah, similar to yeah. Genova. I was thinking Genova too. Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. there are, there's a lot of Akira tropes in video games everywhere. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean the fact that he was in uh, he was in the sand pot. Yeah, the sand pot. Wow. Ahoy. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Another Akira took that. Yeah, so it's <laughs> nice, nice. It took me a second for that one, but in the colonel, the colonel been a, I, I really the colonel's probably my favorite character overall because he had the to me he had the most you you spend the, to me you spend the most time with him and you get the most he's the most um fully involved character because at first you you take him as like this this dickhead right that's trying to like take this kid he's shaped like one too. <laughs> yeah. He takes the he takes his friend in the middle of the night, like stomps everybody else out, throws him in jail. He takes their friend to like do this experimentation on him. But like later as the story unravels, you find it out like, you know, he's she's trying to go through the politics of it to get them funding so that like, you know, he can actually take care of these kids to have these abilities and get the drugs that they need so they can suppress the abilities so that like, you know, what ends up happening at Tetsuo doesn't happen. And it's like Everyone that's like trying to stop him from doing what he needs to do, yeah, leads to like the shit getting fucked in the end. Yeah, they're the villain. Yeah, so it was like it, it was a nice twist. Like I don't know if it's necessarily a twist, but like his his character coming full circle, his care his whole character arc throughout the movie, I felt was like the most more developed and like even Kaneda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted more from Tetsu and Kaneda. Cause that's that's yeah. kind of the linchpin of the whole movie is their connection and their friendship was so fucking weird that yeah. I I really was like why are you doing all this stuff for him anyway like he's just so such an I, awful friend the whole I time I actually really understood that 
It was very a big brother, little brother story. Mm-hmm. And uh, little brother actually did come into his own, but he also fucked up real bad. Mm-hmm. And big brother kind of had to go spank some sense into him. Yeah. And yeah. Like, even though kind of didn't have any powers, he wasn't going to let that stop him from beating some sense into his little brother. I, I respect that. He still had the big brother effect up here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guy. yeah. He was living in yeah, Sensu's head, man. Rent free. Yeah. Rent free. Because every time he went to say something, God, oh. <laughs> that was great. Mm. Just, if you don't, if you can't do anything else, talk shit. <laughs> yeah, get in there. The old Spider-Man yeah. uh, strategy. Hey, man. Kobe did that shit, too, man. That's mm-hmm. all Kobe was about. Getting in people's mm-hmm. heads. Terry McGinnis. Yeah. That's how Terry McGinnis beat the Joker. He's like, I'm not, I'm not like Batman. I talk shit. <laughs> this is a different problem you got today, Joker. <laughs> you know, and Joker couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Because, like, mental, mental capacity and, like, what you can take and, like, what people... The worst part about it is like people knowing what you can take and knowing how you push your buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and uh, you know, it's, it's that that's what they proved. We proved it. And, you know, they they proved it in there, and it was uh it worked crazy. Oh, the hammer of dawn, years years of war. Holy like shit, that, mm-hmm. that hammer, space laser, mm-hmm. giant space laser. It's every like, every satellite scene where an overpowered character goes into space and just like just punches a satellite or, or steps on a satellite. Yeah, Batman v Superman. I saw that. Even the scene where like the satellites coming down, it's like uh, raining down chunks yeah, of the satellite. That's been in everything that's ever had a satellite. Yeah, yeah. That ending though, the big dumb Evangelion ending, where hmm. people just you know, it, it's oh, all this death and destruction right. at the end AT, of it. At field. Wow, just the meat monster. Yeah, this meat monster. Uh, quite. Wait, what happened to Cowrie? Did she survive? Which she one? survived. Who, okay? Kauri. Which one? Oh, God, no. no she, yeah, she did die. Oh, man. Who? she That's The girl who got squished. Oh, yeah, oh. bro. She got squished. Well, he's, that's why I was laughing. I mean, I shouldn't have been laughing. It wasn't fun. Like, she was dying. Like, they just showed this, like, this red, like... The pimple that got squished. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just showed this fruit juice. <laughs> like, afterward, like, she immediately got liquefied. And I was just like, shit, up. dude. It's so messed up. But I was thinking about the sensation you get when you bite into a gusher. <laughs> I mean, that's what... But she, she was getting it the whole movie. Because, oh, like, damn. when they walked up and, like... Oh the, yeah, the, I forgot the about other the gang. Scenes, like walked yeah. up and just ripped her shirt off, titties all out, and then yeah. just punched her in the face. Bam. It's crazy how young they were because they were like probably like high school. They're probably like ninth they're, grade or something. I think like they that. specifically said fifteen. Doesn't they? say fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they, the, the the gang violence activity is super violent. Super violent. Super yeah. violent. The clothes line off the bike. When, yeah. When you talking about eight people were put in the hospital. Like, yeah. Hospital man. Nah. They, they didn't no. make it to no hospital. I watched those scenes. No, I was going to say that earlier when we were talking about something else, but I was like, yeah, the, 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 so many people died. Yeah. Just, and like, even the first, the first random dude that was with the, uh, the old baby man, like, the way oh, he, oh. they shot him like five times Damn. or whatever, but it's like when they went, they had the whole firing squad. Oh, yeah. Just, I know the cut of that scene of like just him, you know, just getting ready and then just getting blasted <laughs> the very blasted. next day. Just yeah. robocop them. Yeah, like right away. His accuracy though, his, his aim was. Yeah, like, he was, was a hell of a good shot, yeah. man. Put him in the Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah. I mean, I understand why, they, I understand why they had to put him down like that because like, you know, if he would have <laughs> got a couple so good. good shots in, you know, yeah. everyone was good, but. 
Jesus, bro. Man, you know what exactly his story was, though? He's just some random dude. Was he trying to kidnap the kid? Was the kid I don't even know what the kid him? was doing because the kid ended up. I don't know why he was running away. Yeah, because they didn't really do much with it. Because like I assumed that, that that man was with the um the terrorist squad, quote unquote. But like I don't know what uh what for though. Like why would he, why would they kidnap the kids? Hmm. Maybe. Like but I guess that. I mean like from their point of view, I guess you're looking at it like you see this kid that's like been experimenting on and been on this whatever. Like you're just trying to rescue the kid himself. To try to figure out what happened because you don't really know what's happening. I mean, that's kind of the gist yeah. I got of it. Hmm. But eh, whatever, know, he just, did. It was just it was just cool stuff happening at the beginning. Yeah, it was. A, I feel like the movie wanted to tell a bunch of messages about the eighties because it was take the movie yeah. took place in the eighties. You know, all this like political violence, and it was a it was it was interesting how comfortable the kids were around violence, not just like gang violence, but like mm. when, when shots was being popped off. They were just talking. They was, you know, yeah. It was kind of casual, usual, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was they were trying to like that was one of the hidden messages in it that they wanted to. I agree because they doubled down on it too when they were like when they went to school afterward after they got out of jail. They oh went yeah, to school, and then like the PE teacher looked like just <laughs> punched <laughs> them all yeah, in the face. And then, like, you, you see this, you get a glimpse of the school, it's, like, just graffiti and, yeah. like, you know, kids like, are just uh, running like, over. Uh, what was his name? Principal Clark teaches there. Morgan Freeman from, uh, what was that movie? <laughs> Rain on Me? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lean on Me? Lean no, on Me. Lean on Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lean yeah. on Me. Looks like yeah, Principal yeah. Clark is, uh, is there. And it was, oh, man, that was. So, and then, like, they immediately show, like, then after that, they show their relationship with her girlfriends quote unquote random floozies yeah but it's they made it seem like in that scene and like the couple scenes they had them they made it seem like they had like a more important role to play mm. and then they just kind of nah 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 just just a bunch of floozies yeah is it just arm candy like once they lost their bikes there's like ah oh, let's drop these po ass motherfuckers yep yeah and you just know, just more world building you turns know, out they were right Cowry didn't look at how it happened there. Ooh. Oh yeah. Damn. Poor girl. She had no character. She just got punched a bunch yep. and just sat around gaping in horror. And then she got squished. Yeah. Character yeah. arc. I believe she had a bigger role in the manga. I that would make sense because I'm like she she was this there. a lot of screen time for this yeah. character that did her, her character little. Her character arc was vertical. And she didn't even do anything for Tetsuo, really, like, because cause the whole emotional thing was, like, Tetsuo and Kaida, like... Yeah. Like, and when she even died, like, it just, we just kept, it was business as usual, we just kept moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys forgot her names. Yeah, I didn't even know her name. <laughs> I didn't even know her name. Oh, I didn't even remember shit. her name. Oh, damn. To be fair, though, like, I don't know, besides the Colonel, none of the characters really stood out to me, because they kind of just seemed to be, like, part of the story moving forward. The colonel, to me, the colonel seems like the main character because, like, he was the one, like, moving the plot forward or trying to figure out. But, I mean, he had all the answers. Like, we didn't have the answers, but he had all the answers. It would have been better if he was trying to move the scene. was about him, honestly. Because kind of, he had a connection to Tetsuo, but really, he just did main character stuff and had... Yeah. yeah. And I think it would have been more impactful if you would have, like, not saw, like, the dumb shit he did in between time. You just saw the hero stuff he did. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Like, it should have been just from the Colonel's point of view. Because the Colonel's interaction with the Doctor was always interesting because it's like, you get the Doctor that's like, I like the way they, they present the the typical Doctor, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's 
doesn't care about the well-being of the world. Like, everything is f- for the science. Mm. Like, you know, he's mm. trying to learn about, like, these psychics and their abilities. And, like, he has that little um, rainbow graph or whatever. Like, trying to see, like, make that the perfect graph and everything. So, like, their dynamic right then and there was already better than Tatsuo and um, Kanade. I feel mm. like the Tetsuo part is not Tetsuo. I feel like the Kanade part, that's the stuff... That's like the stuff that's built by committee, the stuff for marketing. Because look at kind of the, like the jacket, the, the yeah. bike. Oh, this, this is the flash that we're going to put on the cover. But the real story was like the Colonel story. So I think the movie would have actually been better mm. if it started with the Colonel and focused on Colonel and Tetsuo. You could have still had Kanada in there, you know, with, you know, just to connect Kanada with uh, um, Tetsuo. But if the focus was like, if we took away like most of that, like by her gang stuff. Which was, you know, the fun stuff with the violets and the art yeah, and all that stuff. But it just didn't really... Like, it the first couple really scenes, much. I guess, like, had added, added to the world building. But, like, for example, like, when we were talking about, like, when she got punched in the face. Like, that that whole scene, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't go anywhere with it. You know, the movie had a lot of interesting plots. Uh, a lot of interesting plot threads. But it wasn't able to give any of them the depth that they needed yeah. to tell a whole story. Yeah. Cause, cause the reason I also say take away the, the, the uh, kind of that part, because we had to have this whole convoluted terrorist plot just to get him to the facility where Tetsuo was at. I feel like that's the only reason the terrorist part exists is to facilitate him getting from here to here. And that making sense. So if you take him out of the, you know, the main role, it's like, you can just get rid of all that too. And yeah. just have this background instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then before we started, we started recording. We were talking about like it being a, mi- a mini series, so like each of those yeah. plot because if like each of those plot threads, you give them an episode, a 30, 45 minute episode. It's like yeah. the it stuff comes together because when we were watching it, we all agreed on like it feels like we're watching the final episode of a season that we didn't watch the rest. Of the <laughs> no season time for you at all. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the Canada and Tetsuo relationship would have been really interesting to just go very deep into. Yeah, the. Uh, the colonel's circumstances would have been really interesting to go deep into the terrorists. If I had known exactly what the hell they were really thinking at the time, yeah. like, do they really believe in what they're doing or are they just yeah. government shills? I don't have what, what, what exactly is up with Kay? What is her story? All we know oh, is that yeah. she is terrorist and heroine character. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what side she's actually on. Yeah. What's up with the kids too? Where, Where'd they come in at this from? And Akira, of course. Yeah. Oh, is he just Jesus? I, yeah, I is, think he was on a quarrel with Jesus. character that died and he got... He was like, mm-hmm. like pre-Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Yeah, it's like all of those threads would have been an anime in its own right. I feel like the Akira anime already has an anime. It's called Mob Psycho. But anyway, <clears throat> Facts. all of that would have been 100% triple a material for its own arc miniseries whatever you want to call it hmm. it's unfortunate that it was all stuffed into a how long was this movie two hours man and four it felt minutes, like two, I looked two hours, hours and 40 two four, four minutes two hours and oh, four minutes. Hours and four. yeah, yeah. i was, looked it up because like at one point i was just like i don't i don't i don't know where this there was no story <laughs> progression so i'm like how long is this movie yeah i felt the full two hours uh yeah. I like the art, but I felt the full. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's always kind of disappointing too. Like when, so I feel like that that's the telltale sign of a good movie too. Because like if you can watch a movie for two and a half, three hours, and it doesn't feel like three hours, that means they did a good job. But like when you 
watch the movie for two hours and it feels like two, three hours. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I mentioned last time with the last movies we watched, Chewing the Fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, to a certain degree, I liked it in here. World building is good, but uh, it I do, it does have to accomplish something. Yep. So to, to that degree, I feel like I, I was really, as I was watching this, I was like, damn, I'm glad modern movies are more <laughs> concise now. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, man. Because yeah. when obviously my opinions on uh, the thing and um, what was it? Body snatchers. Body snatchers. Invasion of the body snatchers. Because I was more a lot harder on Invasion of the body snatchers about the chewing the fat. But like this movie too, like you said, like it it, it didn't do anything. Because even at the start, that I was like, but hurt with Invasion of the body snatchers. Like it did achieve some point, or like you know, it it got you somewhere with it. But uh. And, and I could, it just, it just, it was just stuff happening for longer periods of time. And I'm like, bruh, just, just go, please, please go to the next scene. <laughs> All right. So I, at the end, I did, uh, I faded out a bit when they started going into the really deep last episode Evangelion <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. Same. I, was, I don't same. like that stuff, man. Well, I don't like it when it comes out of nowhere. Because, like, if it's one of those things where, like, you know, they've hinted at it or, like, that's funny, set right? you up for it. Because of Akira, for the next 20 years, that shit came out of nowhere yeah. in every anime at the uh, end. man. <laughs> yeah. I don't like dreamscapes when we naked and we got to, like, think about stuff. Think about our friendships when we were well, younger. Congratulations, or... Breezy. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. No, I, I agree with that because I'm. It's it's just uh, it's so dead. But it's like I feel like just in anime and manga and all the just Eastern media in general, though, like friendships have a very different meaning than they do in Western. Because I'm like, for like the stuff like for example, like K was on his movie, like bro, I've known you for like a day. I'm not about to fight for my life for you after knowing <laughs> you for a day. Like you guys, I mean, when you, you get just... into some anime isekai shit or whatever, of course I'm gonna fight for my life for you. Yeah. Fight for you guys' life. But if we just just random dude I meet tomorrow, I'm not fighting for my life for that guy. Oh, yeah. he was just thirsty, bro. Yeah, he was, he was pretty super. Damn thirsty. Thirsty. He was, but she was she was doing stuff for him too. And I was like, why? But it's just like across anime in general, though. Like a character will meet the main character, and like they they could completely change their entire motivations in life after like 24 hours with this person i'm like bro that's just not how life works you gotta have uh, a senpai i this does feel like a very abridged miniseries yeah, anyway it so it does maybe yeah. it was two hours for us but it was probably like two or three months for them <laughs> oh for those characters yeah I yeah, mean, perhaps I don't know the time progression knows. at yeah, all. Yeah, time progression didn't it didn't let you know what I, was happening. I just assumed it was like a, a day night cycle. So whenever it was day, it was a day. And when it was night, it was the same yeah, night. So like, that's what week, I assumed a week anyway. Give or take for the movie. I don't know. <laughs> that shit may have happened in two, three days. Yeah, Who knows? that's true. They they went through a lot. A lot happened. A, a lot, lot did, happen. did, a lot did happen. happen. Stuff did happen. How that stuff happened. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Informative podcast episode. Yeah, but this is probably the worst review we'll ever do because I, I don't know how to. Like, that's how, how the damn movie this. is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't even, I don't even know how to rank this. Like, because I did, to some degrees, I did enjoy it. I guess more or less, I appreciate knowing where everything came from because, like, no matter what anime or manga you read or anything, mm. like, something. 
was taken from Akita mm. at some point. Like a clip, a scene, a story arc, something comes back to this. So it's like I appreciate it for what it's done. I would throw this in the category with uh with Star Wars and like D and D. Like I appreciate what you did, but I don't I don't I don't know, bro. You know, um there's this other channel that does reviews of natural and man made disasters. And he has both a, a disaster scale and a legacy scale. Uh, an Acura for the legacy scale, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. 100%. Agree. Almost everything that came after Acura for the next 20, 25 years and even afterwards definitely pulled a lot of stuff from what Acura did in the storytelling and the cinematic writing. As for the quality of Acura... I'm going to have to give it like a seven or eight because it was very rushed in storytelling. They had a lot of stuff to say and they didn't have a lot of time to say it. It really should have been either an anime series or a miniseries. But um, and the things that it did, they were cool. But the story beats that they told, they were pretty rambly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff stayed on screen for a while. Quite a while. Yeah. You gave it more than I did. I would give it a six. And mostly because of like the, the cinematography of it. Like I do just think the cinematography was great. Like the the scenes themselves, like they were a little bit long, but they were shot well and like they made you feel like the intensity or like whatever emotion they're trying to convey, they did it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, killer storyboard. Kill, yeah, killer storyboard is like the, sure. the backdrops looked amazing. Like even the character, the, the character design I thought were pretty cool too. Like, you know, the, the, the creepiest kids made me uncomfortable. Like I think everything, all that stuff, all the, I think all the pieces were there. Call them little politicians. <laughs> but I just think it wasn't enough connective tissue to make it like push it over edge. So like my final, I, I gave it six. I guess six and a half if I want to be generous, but like, yeah. I can't really give it a score, but um, this is my second time watching it, and I, I quite enjoyed it because now I see that everything was explained in there from the start to finish. It's just it's very off putting when you initially watch it because it's like they I don't like movies where and this is this is what I mentioned before with the last movies we watched where they kind of expect you to know things ahead of time like oh psychic mm-hmm. powers just exist. Mm. That's a big premise to buy, especially yeah. like in the eighties. Like you gotta, you gotta kind of like, you know, you <laughs> gotta, you gotta, gotta ease us into that. <laughs> and your psychic yeah. powers are like a little bit different. Like you, you they kind of got everything. So you know, they got teleportation even. So it's like mm. if, if you want us to they buy into that premise, everything. you really have to, you know, you really have to put us in there. At least invest more time into it. But by the end of it, everything did have its place. Um, and I felt okay about everything that came before once I got to the finish line of it. But just, just kind of watching y'all's like reaction to it <laughs> was prices. Cause it was like, just, it just either blank stares. <laughs> it was like dead silence for like, for most of the movie. <laughs> and you guys were just contemplating everything. And I didn't want to say anything, but I had to like, cause it was just so funny when they like stopped the movie to explain <laughs> the movie, all, all everything. Like the amoebas? The, the amoebas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was like, she tried to position it as like a, as like a, um, as like this might be the case. Like, you know, like this isn't the plot, but it is the plot. And the fact that it was like this 15 year old girl giving us this whole synopsis on this, this reach. <laughs> <laughs> in terms that, of, so to me, that felt like they 
not play tested, but like they screened mm-hmm. the movie, and then people were just like, "What the fuck?" And the director or whoever producer was just like, "Lord, don't." We gotta, we gotta, yeah. we gotta explain to people because they don't know what the fuck's happening. You, you ever, you know, the original meaning behind uh, Deus Ex Machina? I don't, I don't know the OG of it. Okay, so the OG meaning is like it, there'd be like this stage play where they drop this one character in, who basically they either like fix everything or they just like explain the whole thing. Okay. So it's literally a god. In a in a in a machine who comes out and okay. they they give you the mechanics everything how everything works and that was that moment and I, <laughs> I don't know if like psychic lady was like working through her I think she was because that's yeah because that's when I said like she got eye, she got um the eyeshadow now okay and Ryan said that like she yeah she had that the last time she's talking through her gotcha gotcha but I, I was okay with it with the second watch it was like okay you guys explained everything I would have liked the better pace of course right uh but. You know, they it, it was it was a chaotic mess. <laughs> it was a beautiful mess. It was a beautiful was a chaotic mess. mess. Wait, I wait how, what was that? What did they say in that death scene in um, Face Day Night? A beautiful mural. Yeah, you, you turned into a beautiful mural on the floor. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what it is. A beautiful mural. It is because it's absolute fucking chaos. But like, I did fully, fully enjoy the ride that I was on. I mean, it went up, left. Right, center, yeah. corner, shift. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch the anime. Yeah. I watched the full anime. <laughs> I'd watch the full anime. Which I'm really surprised that, like, there hasn't been, like, a... Cause, so what do you think? Before we before we get out of here, last question. What do you think the reason is behind why they haven't done it? Do you think it's one of those things, like, it, since it is such a legacy piece, like, no one has, like, the balls to fuck around with it? Or yeah. it's like a... There's got to be some kind of legal reasons. That's the only thing I can think of. Because this is this is a gold mine. It's like this would be like their era's Gundam, where there'd just be a billion of them. You know, it's um, I think I think I, cause cause it's it's like a cultural thing, right? It's like a cultural icon. But like for old, old Taku, like if they if they put this back out. It wouldn't be like this huge phenomenon, but it's a couple old taco go out. I I, cool. I, disagree. I disagree. I disagree with that. I think if you presented you think this, so? I'm I thinking think, about what happened to JoJo's. Look at what happened when they re-released JoJo's. That's man. different. I don't. I don't. You telling me so? Like, I think it's the same. Ten episodes, ten or twelve episodes, like a season. You know, not even that. Give it a six episode miniseries, hour longs each. Yeah. Of. But we mm. but we got it, but better. Like everything that came after is like way better. That's that. true. Like that's it's true. That's true. That's true. Like it looks good. It's pretty, but like it's it's futuristic dystopia with psychic powers. I've seen everything it does way better. Than everything. I'm just saying, like fully fleshed out, not necessarily like a um a remaster, mm. but like like let's say that's we got it right, and we just take all the plot points, everything we just talked about, and we completely flesh everything out in like six episodes, six seven episodes. Do you? How do you think it would do? It would do well, but I don't think it's going to be like this huge. I don't think it would be as as influ- as influential or even as big as it initially was. I'm like, I'm thinking like, take the plot of Akira and give it a Trigun esque anime. How so? Trigun. Okay, let's say let's, let's first of all let's be honest, right? Trigun is a little piece of Akira. A little mm. broken off piece of art here, Akira, very fleshed out, fleshed out very well. Very too. well, yeah. The points that 
Trigun goes into with the storytelling, the world building. Holy shit. When they finally get around to the world building, but that's another story. <laughs> when they finally get around to it, yeah. But the, the emotional aspect of Trigun hits hard when you actually get there. Gotcha. gotcha. And the emotional aspect of Kira could hit could. hard if it was made by modern creators. True. Right? But it's like, with Akira, I don't see it as as even as fun as like Trigun. I think I think the fun component is a huge component as to why JoJo's and Trigun. I, I I agree with that, but I think the fun components were there. We just didn't get enough of them. Like this Kanade being there, like his existence, like him just being down bad and super thirsty. Mm-hmm. Like you can do a lot because I mean Vash was and a dickish yeah. big brother. He could have been really good. It could have been a really good emotional yeah, tale, but been, could have been Yusuke. You know, you had amoebas yeah. and uh, you had amoebas and little politicians and dickheaded colonels to worry about. So they didn't really go into the Canada stuff. Mm-hmm. But what if it was just like Canada, uh, Tetsuo, and it was just their story? You know, their rivalry, psychic superpower. Versus regular, regular dude, rogue, uh, freaking assassin. Mm. I use a gun and a bike, dickhead, big brother. That'd be cool, and that's that's actually what I would want from the show. I, I would want, honestly, I would want more combat. too. I want like kind of to be be more a little bit more combat focused. But you can do more, throw some skirmishing. I mean, you got the terrorist back backdrop and stuff in there, yeah. and yeah. like you know, the, just the world being under arrest. So you can introduce stuff like that too. Yeah. Plus, I think taking the rest of those friends out would do wonders too. Because they just <laughs> sorry, they, we they got Tetsuo for that. Yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. They kind of took up. Like I didn't dislike them, but like they didn't do anything for me. They yeah. were important set dressing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think they would do better as like, uh, let's say you met kind of a like a year after they have all like the rest of them had died and like you had like flashbacks with them doing stuff together. That I think would that would have worked better when worked better uh, in the long run versus like them being there because I'm like they weren't impactful enough to like carry weight in the movie, but I think they could have carried weight better as like a flashback or like a memory or something like that. Mm. True. True. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think these are great ideas. I just don't think Akira is ready to once again, set the world on fire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's I, what I'm at with I can agree with that. Oh, I can agree with that yeah. aspect of like, I don't think it's going to be like, like Demon Slayer, or, like one piece or Jujutsu Kaisen where yeah. like, it just, it'd be like up. a quiet hit. We are very familiar with everything Akira would ever try to do. That's what I'm saying. But, so are we with JoJo's, but JoJo's has a special it's flair to it, charm and flair, insanity. JoJo's has everything. a special type of stupidity that yeah. people also come in for. Which okay, fair enough. We do come to JoJo's for the JoJo's. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, the, I think JoJo's does the best at like introducing itself. His literally just called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And it's yeah, like, it's when we were younger, I didn't truly <laughs> understand that. And I hated JoJo's. But, like, after getting older and I just realizing, like, they told you it's a bizarre adventure. And just go along for this bizarre-ass ride. And once you do, it's bizarre. It's a, it's a, it's it's a bizarre fun time, though. Yeah. I think Acura also has a live action coming out, if I'm not mistaken. I could be very much mistaken about that, but... That can go many ways. Yeah, because I think um, <laughs> whoever was doing it... Something something happened. I think Netflix was it is still a Western doing. live action. I think it was yeah, a Western. It is. It wasn't is. Uh, wasn't it the guy who did uh was a Ryan Gosling in it or 
I could be completely making that up, but I feel <laughs> no, like I think it's I think it's John Cho. No, not John Cho. John Cho. You see, see him, you see him in Spike. I didn't see him in Spike. I okay. refused. To, I, I didn't. Know. <laughs> I heard, I heard horrible things about There's that. There's a one scene I want to show you guys <laughs> once we're done with the podcast with Radical Edward. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because, I mean, <laughs> that's Spike. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Because, oh, uh, I mean, man, I'm already. Why you bring that up? <laughs> he said, Josh, no. No, I, I mean, the live action. This isn't fair, man. You can't, you can't muddy this conversation by bringing up that. Yeah, well, I'm already heartbroken anyway because the same team that's doing that is doing One Piece. my One Piece live action. And the only saving grace I have with one, the live action One Piece is that Oda oversaw the script, he helped with the set pieces, and he picked the cast. Mm. So it's like, and the cast, looking at the cast, the cast looks the part, and like the tweets they've sent out, and like the the things that they have done to like do research, or whatever. I'm like really excited for. Like they've all bought the manga, they've all been reading the manga, now watching anime specifically. They've been reading the manga, and like this is the guy's playing Zoro. He's been like in the gym the entire time. Like the dude is playing Luffy. He wears shoes now. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Can't yeah. go around Luffy wearing shoes. Wearing shoes. Hold up. For practical reasons. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, get those but shit like, off. His, his I want to see those toes. His personality, though, like when you see him in videos and stuff, mm-hmm. is is very, very much Luffy like. But okay, the thing that the terrifies energy. me, though, is like they're doing eight episodes and it goes to the Arlong arc. That's that's fair. I think I think that's fair. I'm terrified at what Arlong's gonna look about on a budget. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> that's what terrifies me. Arlong already kind of looks rough. It's Arlong, hard to draw Arlong. Come on, yo, he terrifies. But I'm saying like. Put Arlong in 3D with CG. That's what I'm saying. The low the nose, budget. The nose actually, has already been flat. There's actually a, a really cool character I'd like to show you guys from uh, the Legends of, League of Legends card game called Jack the Winner. He's a he's a shark man. He's a very good looking 3G uh, three you know yeah uh, comp- CG shark man. I'll show you guys. It'd be cool if Arlong looked like that. His nose is hard to get down, even in 2D. So in 3D. Let's just simplify it. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. Just, I mean, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna suffer through that one. <laughs> but on the nose, you know, rib for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to suffer through it because, like, as a One Piece fan, boy, like, I'm going to have to, like, watch it just because just I have to. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. All right. Final thoughts on Akira? Insanity. Control Chaos. I like both of those. And the insanity, controlled chaos. I got nothing else to add to that. Like, I don't, like, I'm still like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what yeah. happened? Where was I at? I'm what did still, I do for the two hours? If still, I can find the manga, I'm, I, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm still mad at it for the 20 years of anime tropes that came afterwards because of it. Yikes. Yeah, Man. I mean, we'll still probably see the repercussions because the thing about it is, like, it makes a loophole because, like, you see these tropes that came from that. And the people that watch those tropes will intend make anime, manga, video games, and stories, and then they'll do it, and they'll do it. So, like, I mean, we might be talking about Akira centuries from now. Yeah. Actually, my favorite Akira <laughs> ripoff is a K999 from uh, King of Fighters. That's the character me and Alex always talk about, who is literally, mm, they have to take him out the game. Oh, right, yeah. Now, now was, I see it. Okay. It was that level of uh, plagiarism that they had to take this character out of the game. They eventually, they, they changed him completely into like a, a different but similar character, but then they, they recently put him back in the game. He's, they just kind of changed it up a little bit so it's not as. Just enough so I can, you yeah, know. Nah, yeah. Tetsuo just in public domain now. 
That's yeah. all. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, just you, you statute of limitations passed. Thank you guys for coming along for the ride on Retro Rewind. We'll get you a couple more of these. Um, Breeze, you know what we're doing next? It's the Studio Ghibli movie, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Which one was it? Grave of the Fireflies? Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, yes. I can't yeah. wait for it. So the next time you hear from us on Retro Rewind, it'll be Grave of the Fireflies. So I just want to appreciate you guys for coming along with us. Remember, you'll find us on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcast. This bonus episode will go up in a little bit. So see you guys there. May your bed stay warm. Your pillow stay cold. Stay perfect, chat. <laughs>